Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. And welcome to episode number 14 of the Practical Prepping Podcast. And we're glad that you're with us today. We've got something kind of special and seasonal. We're going to discuss some Christmas gift ideas with you today, and we've broken it down into three. Category number one is going to be the $25 area or below. And then category two is going to be from $25 to $50. And category three will be your $50 and up. And these are going to be ideas that have the prepper in mind, things that you can do to enhance your own preps or maybe get someone started uh, thinking about getting prepped. These are not only good ideas for Christmas, but they're good ideas for birthday presents and things like that. You might not want to use this as anniversary gift, guys, but there may be some women out there that would appreciate this type of gift. Well, there's a rule of thumb about gift giving for ladies. And this is true whether you're a prepper or not or what have you. But the idea is unless she asks for something like hiking boots or a particular kind of knife, don't just buy that because you like it. Don't buy anything <laughs> with a power cord on it. Unless she asks for it. I like major appliances. Unless she asks for it, the answer should be think again. (laughs) Vacuum cleaner. (laughs) No. (laughs) You buy them a vacuum cleaner, you might need your first aid kit. Yeah, you'll be the one using it. Okay, well, let's get started with the under $25, which also makes for some good stocking stuffers as well. Yes, that's true. One of the things that came to mind first would be a Sawyer Mini or a Life Straw. These are your water filtration devices that are used to instantly filter water from any source. These are very appropriate for carrying in your bag, in your car, away from home, things like that. This is the type of thing that if you find yourself in a situation where you've got to go to the nearby river or creek or lake to uh, fill up a water bottle, you can put this Sawyer Mini or this Life Straw actually onto that bottle. And then you are able to drink clean, fresh, pure water from that instantly. And that's a it's worth well more than the 20 to $25 that it would cost, believe me. Yeah, the big box stores and Amazon runs them all the time for 20 bucks. But Amazon also runs the Life Straw from time to time. I've seen that at nine ninety five, and I've seen them from twelve ninety five on Amazon. So keep an eye out for that. Another little item that's fun is, and you can find these at those big, what I call outdoor man type places, is uh, anything from a little keychain size pocket knife multi-tool up to a more decent carrying type of a multi-tool uh, pocket knife. You know what I'm talking about. These types of things that have a screwdriver and a file and maybe a obviously a, a knife blade or two. Um, well, in the under $25 range, that would be the mini multi-tool. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right. They don't have to be one of those Swiss Army knives that has 100 implements on it, 99 of which you'll never use, but something that's a little bit more practical. I actually carry a a little $6 mini knife that we bought at one of these outdoor man-type places, and I actually like it. It came in a variety of different colors, and it's a pretty handy little tool to have around. So the mini multi-tool would pretty much be one that would fit inside your pocket. Mm -hmm. Exactly, right, exactly. Okay. Flashlight. These range from the super tiny to the super large, but in the under 25 
$8 class, you probably find a large variety of different types of flashlights, different incarnations of flashlights. Uh, we've even seen them as headgear and obviously handheld. And some of these can even have multifunction. They go from a very dim light to an extremely broad, bright, far-reaching light. Some of them strobe. Others have different color uh cover plastic covers over them can be getting into a little bit more than $25 when you get into the colored accessories and things Mm -hmm. on there but there are quite a few lights available for the under $25 I have one that I carry pretty much EDC that is I think it was made by Smith and Wesson and I paid under 20 bucks under 25 bucks for that and it is cr123 which can be a little bit expensive the cr123 batteries but we have found them for 495 for the streamlight batteries at of all places lows oh yes absolutely make the best use of your local suppliers and vendors because you really would be amazed and surprised at not only the amount of things that you can find there, but for the pricing and the convenience of being able to purchase right then and there. You know, But I'll tell you that nothing can beat walking into a store, finding what you need and buying it right then and there, time saved. Putting your hands on it. Got Olight. I've forgotten the exact numbers on it. I think it's a 3 OMT. We'll do a review on it one day, but it's a little bitty single triple A light that fits in your pocket. It's only about three inches long, and it goes uh, like 150 lumens. Don't hold me to that, but you have low powers like 15, uh, 5 lumens, and it'll run about 20 minutes. All right, so check out some flashlights. Something else that's kind of expensive, and preppers are very familiar with the term ferro-rod. Explain rods, Mark. Well, it's a periconium rod, and you use the back of a metal knife or some type of striker, and it throws off a lot of sparks, and it's great for starting fires. That, that's its whole purpose. You can find them in the big box stores, the magnesium bar attached to it for five, six bucks. But for 10 or 12 bucks, you can buy one that's as big around as your little finger and six inches long, something like that. And they're fire starters. Okay. And they're a great gift for a prepper. Absolutely. And that's one thing I wanted to mention, too, is that a lot of times when you have these types of things in your arsenal of items, you do need to practice these from time to time. You know, just having a ferro rod doesn't mean you know how to one effectively. You need to start a fire with it a few times before Mm -hmm. you trust your life to it. You need to have prepper day at your house. Uh, Something else that's kind of interesting to have and comes in a variety of different types of forms is paracord. We all saw the and see those paracord bracelets that men and women wear, but those are actually designed to be taken apart and used yes. as cording. And I use a lot of paracord around the house. Our wire ham radio antenna is anchored on both ends with paracord. It's very durable. It's strong. It's to some degree weather resistant. I have to replace it every four or five years, and that's not a big problem. And it's really not that expensive. So paracord is a good stocking stuffer for a prepper. Mm-hmm. Also, something else would be a very good pair of gloves or pair of wool or winter-type socks. There, Obviously, a lot of our listeners are coming from all over the different parts of America and maybe even the globe. And uh, our Colorado friends and our Wyoming friends are reporting all that snow that fell over this weekend. And so I know they're dipping into their gloves and their socks today. And Wherever you live, you're going to have cold weather or biting winds or ice or something like that. And tell you what, having gloves and socks on 
on really makes a difference. Take care of your feet, and your feet will take care of you. That sounds like a, a military man. Oh, How something, about a compass? A compass is, is an interesting thing, and I think we're rediscovering that as a nation. The big term is called orienteering, and of course, people that were in scouts, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, they learned orienteering early on, and that's how to follow and read a compass. And it works on, it's on the magnetic north of the, the planet, and so a compass would be a great way to introduce someone to the science of orienteering. Try it out. You know, walk your neighborhood, have it in your hand, walk through a, a known patch of woods where you can find your way with a compass. And they come in a variety of different types of forms. And don't ask me how I know this, but they're very handy to have when you get lost in the woods. Okay. Yeah. So obviously you got found in the woods, so the compass worked. I didn't get found. I found my way out. <laughs> <laughs> with a compass. One of the good things about a compass is you can take a bearing with it on a distant tree and you can walk to that tree. And from that tree, you can take a bearing on another tree or hill or bush or some identifiable landmark. And then you can walk a straight line that way. You're not curving through the woods when you think. Or accidentally retracking your steps. And Right. I have come back on the place that I recognized oh, while walking in the woods. You did the circular thing. I did okay. the circular thing. Another item to think about for your um, under-25 group would be an LED or a propane lantern. I think most of us get what an LED lantern is, but Mark, explain a propane lantern. Well, a propane lantern, it's kind of like the old Coleman lantern that had the burning mass mantles on it. You just screw a propane bottle in it. It uses mantles. You light it with a match or with a fire stick and it puts out a tremendous amount of light. Also okay. puts out heat. Oh, okay. We used to use them in the camper at the hunting club, which was located approximately six miles from electricity. And we had to provide for lighting and heating and we heated with propane. We provided light with propane and we used car batteries for Believe it or not, we had uh, satellite TV down there. Don't want to miss some of those Alabama football games. <laughs> All right. So at this particular juncture, we'd like to mention that we have a Christmas special that we'd like to tell you about. And that is our book, which is Practical Prepping for Everyday People. It's a common sense guide on prepping for life's emergencies. It's a book that we've published this year, and we're going to make that available. Mark, tell them about our special. Well, we're going to do these autographed books for $10. It's available, I think, for $9.95 on Amazon or anywhere else books are sold. And we're going to just make it an even $10. And that comes to you autographed by both of us. We can autograph that to anyone that you would like that autograph to. We're going to do a flat $4 shipping charge. So it's probably less than the total amount of what you would pay if you ordered it through one of the fulfillment places, Amazon or some others. We're also going to make it where if you want additional books, those are $10, and we'll cover the shipping for the second book. So, so it's a flat $4 shipping. flat $4 shipping. No matter how many books you order. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so we want you to email us with your uh, Christmas request. We want you to get those in early because this is December the 13th of 2020, and we're just letting you know that we know that shipping is going to get a little bit dicey toward the end of the week, so we really encourage you to get those orders in but as soon as possible. if you do that quickly, it will go out 
in the mail the next day. Mm-hmm. And you'll want to go to info at practicalprepping.info. Go to the website. The email right. is linked off of that, and we'll get back with you and work out the details of that, the payment. We can do PayPal. We can do debit card, credit card. Uh, we can do Venmo if we need to, mm-hmm. and there are some other options there that we can do. Uh, Crystal will be back in touch with you because I don't know very much about some of those things, but talking about books, books on survival or books on prepping are a very good gift for the prepper in your life. All right, let's go to the 25 to $50 range. All right. In this particular range, you can often find a good backpack available. Uh, and a backpack is a real handy tool to have for an everyday carry. You heard Mark mention earlier his EDC. He mentions EDC a lot, and that means an everyday carry. And he actually has a backpack for that. We have backpacks as our car bag as well. A get-home uh, bag. Or a get-home bag, a GHB. A backpack is just roomy and spacious has a lot of large uh, storage areas, small pockets, zippers, Velcro, you name it. We do encourage you to get a good quality backpack, something that's going to last you for a good long time, years and years. It would be an excellent starter bag for someone or for yourself. To, and a uh, good place to be looking for those is at thrift stores. Yes, we have. Ac- I actually purchased a Victorinox Swiss Army Knife backpack uh, years and years ago, and I mean, it is well made and good quality. It looked practically new. I think I paid $10 for it. And we're actually still have that particular bag in service. Mm-hmm. That's 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 one of those miracle finds, and uh, I, I enjoy it very much. Another thing would be, a, we talked about a multi-tool. In the $25 to $50 range, what do you suggest as a multi-tool? You can upgrade quite a bit with $25 to $50 range. don't know a particular name brand here, but there are quite a few out there that you can do. They are available at some of the big box stores. They're available at the outdoor hunting stores and things like that, camping stores. You can get a considerably upgraded multi-tool in that particular range. Same thing with a fixed blade knife. You can find some nice knives in the $25 to $50 range. Now, these are not the custom-built Jim Curtis handmade knives, but they're very functional, and you can find some good buys on some of those in the big box stores. So a fixed blade knife is good to have in the get-home bag. It's good to have at the house. There are just so many uses uh, that you can put that to use. There's so many uses for a fixed blade knife that uh, it's a good gift to give. Something else along the line of blades would be either a good hatchet or a machete. There's many uses for those types of things. We're not necessarily looking at them as weapons per se, but as tools. So many times a hatchet or a machete has really been useful when it comes to clearing brush or cutting rope or something, sort of tool use that's necessary. Or having to build a fire or having to build a fire exactly a fire you can you know trees don't walk up to you you (laughs) You gotta go get them you can (laughs) use that hatchet to split larger pieces of wood into smaller fire sized pieces of wood all kinds of good uses that you can do for that all right and for the ham radio enthusiasts of which we are too and there's millions and millions of more just like us you could consider getting a bay of fang a uv5r handheld radio they range from 25 to 30 dollars we do encourage you to get that programming cable which is an additional 20 dollars but it's you're almost stuck in the water without it let's say we strongly encourage that it reduces a lot of frustration 
It makes changing your frequencies around so much easier. You can download the Chirp software, an open to be able to control that radio. And there's another podcast, and I think there is an article on our website in reference to the UV5R. We just, uh, last podcast, we did a review of that particular radio. Now, it's not just a ham radio. It's usable in the FRS, the GMRS. Explain those. The family radio service uh, that's the same frequencies that you would get in the blister pack radios in the big box stores. So you're talking like a walkie-talkie use. Exactly. uh, We know of families that have gone to Disney World with their adult children and 16 of their grandkids, a couple of neighbors and some cousins, and they actually got these two-way walkie-talkie radios and split off into groups, and they were able to communicate very effectively. We've used them car to car. Now, from inside the car, you have a, a reduced distance inside the car, but if you're traveling together and you're within sight of each other there, you can pretty well communicate car to car with them, but they are not just ham radio. They are VHF and UHF, and I even know of a couple of police departments that the smaller police departments, especially the ones where the guys have to buy their own radios, where these radios are purchased and they're programmed with those particular law enforcement frequencies. I even have one that has all of the law enforcement and fire frequencies from the county we moved from are still programmed in that. So I've used it for that as well. Hmm, so it's just, it's handy. a handheld radio that's programmable in any of the VHF and UHF channels. Okay, another in the $25 to $50 range would be your larger scale first aid kits with first aid supplies. And I've even known of folks that have just sort of created their own. But oh, absolutely. you can purchase a good sized, what I call household first aid kit uh, in the $25 to $50 range. You've gone to it many times. (laughs) Yes. We've purchased some of these kits in the $25 range that we have in each of our vehicles. They're great for minor stuff. And then we have built some other bags that are also in our vehicles. And these are the ones, especially being a former paramedic, that you know, I will stop at a traffic accident if there's somebody injured there and there's no help. That's a kit that we are able to pull out, and and it's a little bit more of a trauma kit. Buying some bulk, or somewhere around $25, with buying bulk and some tape. Mm -hmm. And that's really, Mm -hmm. put a tourniquet in there, and then that increases the cost a little bit, but we carry those daily anyway. That's a good way to build a nice first aid kit is if you just give first aid supplies to somebody. Mm-hmm. Something else uh, that we want to mention in this price range would be cold weather gloves. And I think you may be referring to the what we call electric hand warming gloves. I think you've recently purchased some. I have on order a set of electric gloves because I am outside regularly in uh, from time to time sub-freezing weather and my fingers get cold but now I do have more than $50 in those. Those were about $80 mm-hmm. and you can spend up to $150, $200 on those if you want to. But here, the cold weather gloves would be a good pair of Gore-Tex hunting gloves, something like that. Uh, especially if you're going to be active outside, those Gore-Tex will keep your, uh, I say Gore-Tex. Gore-Tex is the 
waterproofing. Well, I was going to mention our son-in-law, Brandon, is pretty excited about those waterproof cold weather gloves I gave him for Christmas last year because in his line of work, he encounters more wet outdoor water environment and constantly wears gloves. And he's outdoors all day, all day, every day in his work. Mm-hmm. He works and, for a utility company. And those are actually Gore-Tex and Thinsulate. Mm-hmm. Thinsulate is the, the very heavy, it's, it's not heavy, it's actually a light material, but it's a very good insulator for gloves. So a good pair of cold weather gloves would be a great Christmas present for your prepper. Another item would be a solar-powered cell phone charger. These are not just for the prepper. These for anybody that travels around, does anything. We started carrying when they came out with the Power Rock. I remember Mm -hmm. those. I bought a Power Rock when it first came out. And we've had various battery-powered storage devices in order to recharge our cell phones over the years. But a solar-powered cell phone charger would be great if the power goes down and you're without power for several days and you need to be able to charge that cell phone. Another item to be considering in this price range would be uh, some cast iron cookware. There are some well-known names for cast iron uh, cookware, and a lot of these are available through outlet shopping and discount sites. Cast iron is just one of those tried-and-true, well-tested, well-tried types of cookware that People are using them in their kitchens. I know I do. And then, of course, that's what you see on the outdoor kitchens, outdoor grills and outdoor fire pits and such as that is cast iron cookware. you can just cook over an open fire with it. Absolutely. And we went into one of the outlets, and when we were traveling, we'd stop to get gas and saw it in the little strip mall behind the place where we stopped to get gas, and we went in there, and they had skillets. I think they were like 10-inch skillets for... 10 bucks if you bought something else you could buy these Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they're they're great gift and they can even be handed down from generation to generation i know some of the cast iron that's in here came from some of your kin folks over the years Mm -hmm. and some of it's my mom's could have been grandmothers absolutely and it just keeps on cooking Something else to consider uh, is range gear. We're talking about shooting range gear. Things like earmuffs and safety glasses, a pack of targets. They come in all different kinds of shapes and colors. Ear plugs, even, types of that sort of thing. Those things are great to have when you're on the range. You know, you always want to practice safety first. We cannot emphasize this enough that we are very respectful of firearms. We've learned how to use them. We know how to use them, and we want to encourage you to be smart, be intelligent, intelligent. If firearms is a choice in your life, then do it the right way. Something else too, Mark, I want you to mention on this, a good weather radio in this particular price range. What are you referring to? Well, I'm talking about one that works off batteries or an AC adapter that you can keep it plugged up all the time and it receives the NOAA weather radio alerts. And it'll wake you up in the middle of the night when there's a tornado warning. You can set this for a number of things. If if you live in an area that's prone to avalanche, it even has an avalanche warning on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's turned off here in North Alabama. That's really not an issue for us. If if we're going to have an avalanche, I want to get my camera out and photograph that. But I've never seen an avalanche. It's not going to be likely happening. Not not But we do have our weather radio set for tornado warnings, severe thunderstorm warnings, I think hail. 
it, um, it can go from there to all types of warnings. Mm-hmm. You can have watches on there. You can have public service advisories. But the main thing is for that thing to alert you that a warning or a watch even has been issued for your area so that you can take appropriate action, be watching the weather, be ready to go to your safe place. And you can also set it for other counties, as I understand. Is that right? You can, Yes, you can set them for individual counties, but what you have to do is to be able to be within a distance to receive that county's transmission. I see. We have the counties to the southwest of us programmed into ours to give us a little bit more notice because the one reason the county line to one county is just five or six miles down the road. So we want to have a little bit more notice as that thing's coming in so we can make preparations Mm -hmm. for that at the time. Another type of weather radio is one that will receive the NOAA weather radio alerts, but it's one that you can dial up the weather, has AM, FM radio on it, so you can continue to get news throughout that. And one that we bought a couple of years ago for a family member has a solar charger on it, has a solar panel, and you can recharge your cell phone and devices from that. It accepts a USB cord, so you're able to charge those. So you can charge it from the wall, you can charge it from solar, it also has batteries, and that particular one has a flashlight on it as well. That is one handy multi-device. And she uses it quite often. Terrific. Okay, let's jump into our $50 and up range. We're one of the s- things that you can do there is you can buy a much nicer fixed blade knife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's one of a larger size or a different type of scale and scope and design for specific type purposes. Exactly. But a good fixed blade knife is something that you do want to have in your bag. And with the $50 and up, you can get a much better knife. For above $50, you can even get a custom-made Jim Curtis knife. Yes, we've referenced our friend Jim Curtis. He is a craftsman, and he is a designer and crafter of uh, one-of-a-kind, unique design fixed-blade knives. And you can find him on Facebook, Jim Curtis Knives. You look into Jim Curtis Knives, they're, they're pieces of art, but they're quite functional, very unique. It would make an outstanding gift for someone. And we do have Jim lined up as a guest on our podcast coming up in the near future. And he's going to be talking about what we need to be looking at in a knife, not just in his knives, but... Now, let's jump over into the multi-tools that generally go under the brand names of Leatherman or Gerber. And I believe you've had both of those. That's just two of the name brands. Both produce great multi-tools. The uh, I'm kind of liking that Leatherman Wave right now. It's $99 on Leatherman's website. And it's a very, very good multi-function tool. Now, yes, I've carried uh, Leatherman. I carried a Leatherman Super Tool 200, which is no longer made. Carried that for 20-something years. And I, right now, I'm carrying a Gerber, and I seem to be getting just as good a service out of it as I did the Leatherman. But both of those are top quality, and there are other name brands uh, of those 
multi-tools, but for over for around $75 and up, you can get a very, very sturdy, very good multi-tool. I understand they have a very good guarantee as well yes. on those. Gerber does. I think Gerber carries a lifetime guarantee. You break it, they'll replace it. That's awesome. All right. Next thing we can look at is called a Berkey water filter. First, explain it and then tell us about the price point. Well, Berkey water filters are well known. Uh, They make everything from the kitchen counter water filter that filters out three or four gallons of water all the way to the whole house water system. But some of them sit on the counter. You pour the water in the top, it filters through. And where they had uh, water contamination issues, that happens in other places around the world. The Berkey will filter out pretty much the things that you don't want to be drinking in your water. And it puts out water that tastes pretty good. All right. Another area that you may want to consider in this price range would be a new firearm. Now, we're not talking about $50. We're talking about in the over 50 Right. Yeah. We're at $50 and up. So we're at sky's the limit at this point. But men, if this firearm is for your wife or your girlfriend, uh, let me suggest that you just make a homemade coupon. Let her pick out the one that she wants and then you just pay for it. Yeah, different people, different firearms fit them, whether it's long gun, handgun, but let them make the choice of what gun they want. Just take them to the gun show. Take them to the store, the show. Let them try out, not shoot, but the feel, the fit, the grip. Like, I'll give you, for instance, I am six feet tall, and I have large hands. I've got large, wide palms on my hands, and not every grip feels right in my hand. And I have actually turned down certain firearms that uh, other people might like just because the fit feel for me is just not working. And so I've got to have more of a say of what kind of grip works for me. And so that's that's And there are to think some about. places that you can rent some guns and let them shoot them with an instructor or range officer there and get the feel for that particular gun. And guys, it may be a good investment for you to do that rather than get her a gun that she doesn't like in the long run. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, along that line, ammo. Ammo is always a good gift for the prepper in your family. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, it's a little bit hard to find right now, but if you know what caliber they shoot or carry or stock, if you run across it, pick it up. Makes a good stocking stuffer, and you'll make your prepper happy with that. But the ultimate prepper gift, the absolute ultimate prepper gift, would be 200 acres in the middle of nowhere with a steady water supply. Oh, of course. That's that's your dream gift, that, isn't it? That's the dream gift. And, and that's what I hope I get up and find under the Christmas tree on Christmas Day. But <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath to that. All right. Here's another little add-on we'd like to give you some ideas. What we call the sneaky prepping gifts for your non-preppers in your family circle or group of friends. We've all got that one that's just not concerned, thinks prepping is a little bit off the rails. But you can sneak them some gift ideas that... Who knows? You might make a prepper out of it. And that's what we did with the family member that we bought the weather radio, the multi, the solar charger weather radio a few years ago. She's now pretty much a regular prepper. Mm -hmm. 
And one of the things that got her attention was the shortages with the food after the first lockdown. So she now has a few months of food stored up. She has LED lights and she has flashlights. and Solar charging. And so it started with that radio. It was a way to get her eased into it. And, and the way we sold it was this is for when the power goes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She lived through seven days of uh, snowstorm-induced power outage back in the early 90s. And so she understood you need something when the power goes off. So that was a sneaky way to, to get her started. Uh, other items would be uh, a good flashlight or a very capable type of a knife uh, using as a cutting tool or multi-tool. An LED lantern. My mom and dad supplied their household with LED lanterns. We still have them right now. And I like them because they actually have a dimming switch. You can go to low power light or very high power light with these LED lanterns. But you can um, also give oil mm-hmm. lamps. An oil lamp. You know, there's a move in America now for vintage. Right. We're seeing a lot of households and housewares going toward a vintage type look. And farmhouse is kind of a big thing. And oil lamps are not only decorative, they're quite lovely, but they also are quite useful. And get lamp oil while you're at it. Now, this is not something that I'm not saying that I went to school during the time that Abe Lincoln was alive. (laughs) I have studied at night with power outages when I was going to college by oil lamp. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Hey, listen, that's that's a tried and true method. When other forms of power and utility are unavailable, good old oil lamps and good old fire and those types of things Even a box of emergency candles. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I'm waiting for the after Hanukkah sale to buy a box of Hanukkah candles. And that's not a joke. This is a very serious thing. Hanukkah candles come in box lots and cases and for the obvious reasons of celebrating that wonderful holiday. But after Hanukkah, there will be several left over and that might be a good time to pick up some of these Hanukkah candles because each one burns three plus hours. Right. And that's pretty nice savings on Hanukkah Another candles. Another thing, some of you are familiar with candlelight services. Now, those candles won't burn three hours, I don't think. But the little candlelight service that they put the paper thing on it and you hold on to it at the bottom, mm-hmm. uh, those would be good candles to give as well. Another sneaky prepping gift to give to your non-prepping loved one would be an emergency kit for their car. You know, things to fix a flat tire. What else would go an emergency kit for a non-prepper? Jumper cables. Jumper cable. Minimal hand tools, screwdrivers, Mm -hmm. wrenches. Thermal blankets. Some of those can be folded. In some of the emergency kits, yes. Mm -hmm. You would also find reflectors to put behind a vehicle if you're broken down, something like that. I've seen some with those orange triangles that you can stand up that are reflective. I've seen exactly. Also, multi-tools. And we've talked about them as again. These are these little implements that have a variety of different types of tools on them. Screwdrivers, scissors, knife blades, corkscrews. Got to have a corkscrew, you know. Well. Got to get that wine bottle open. Mine doesn't have a corkscrew, but it does have a set of pliers and it does have a can opener. Oh, yes. It has a can yes. opener and a bottle opener on them. Mm-hmm. So a multi-tool is a good sneaky prepper gift for a non-prepper. Mm-hmm. Those solar phone chargers, also a sneaky, if if not a power rock, which does require to be like USB charged, the solar phone chargers, and that's an easy sell for someone that... It, it is now. Have. It's not like you put it out in the sun for two hours and you can charge your phone. They are slow. One and a half, two watt 
solar chargers on them. It does take a while to charge it up, but in a get-home situation, if you had to spend three days in the woods, you'd be able to charge your phone up. You could leave it on the standby time, but you wouldn't be talking on it the entire time that you were trying to get there, con- right. considering if the cell phones worked at that particular point. Yeah, I would, I'd sort of classify that in the emergency gear and right. not necessarily an everyday use type of thing. But it's, a, it's one of those good to have if you never need it, terrible to, to need if you don't have it. And it's a great item for somebody that travels a lot. If you're on an airplane a lot, a lot of times you have trouble finding a place to charge your phone in an airport and you find an outlet and it's already got two people charging their phone. They get kind of testy when you unplug their charger to plug (laughs) yours in, but you just pull out your cell phone charger that's solar charged, USB charged, whatever, and you can charge up your phone. Now, one other thing is a good first aid kit. We mentioned those earlier as a good prepper gift. They're also a good gift for a non-prepper. We all need Band-Aids from time to time. We all have boo-boos, my family particularly. (laughs) We we buy Band-Aids bulk. Yeah, Mark's family are kind of known for bumping their heads and knocking things over, and I don't know, it's the thing. But anyway, uh, another little small type of an item, but it's kind of handy, and I've certainly used them, I know Mark has too, are these thermal hand warmer, these boxes of hand warmer, that I think they call them hot hands, or they go by a variety of different types of names. I've seen them at Dollar General, Walmart, you know, even some gas stations will sell them. And these are nice to, you know, slip into those gloves, or I've even seen some folks actually use them in their shoes. They may It may be between your sock and your shoe, and not next to your skin necessarily, but just enough heat going in there to kind of keep you from feeling like you're having frostbite. They actually make one particularly for your feet, and I think it's called warm feet. Instead of hot hands, it's mm-hmm. warm feet, something like that. And even in North Alabama, it can get mighty, Definitely. mighty cold. The, these are great for hunters. These are great for folks that work outside. These are great for sitting at a ball game. Put one in each pocket, and you can keep sticking your hands in your pocket. Warm your hands up as you go. Generally, if you keep your hands warm, you're pretty good. Absolutely. Else, uh, that. So that's kind of our uh, our Christmas special as far as helping you with some gift ideas as preppers or maybe introducing prepping to your non-prepping loved ones. So keep those in mind, and we just wish all of you a very, very happy holiday season. And we're all just sort of in this thing together with the year 2020. We're all doing our best. Let's just be good citizens. Let's be good neighbors. We're all about liberty, but we're also all about a peace-loving and law-abiding society. So have a peaceful and a very happy holiday season. We wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah and a Happy Kwanzaa. And we all are looking forward to a much happier and brighter New Year. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. And please leave us a five-star review. That helps more people be able to hear this podcast. Share it with your friends and family. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. Email at info at practicalprepping.info, and our website is practicalprepping.info. And as always, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.